I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And this is Moving with Mel and Marm. Welcome to Moving with Mel and Marm. Hey guys. Today we're going to talk about something I'm super excited about, homesteading in the city. Yes, homesteading I feel like is such a trend right now. Like yes. on TikTok you see people, I think people are just like kind of tired of the hustle and bustle and like wanting to get out and like live off the land, but it's probably a lot harder than we think. I think these people on TikTok make it seem easier than it is. Yes, easier and more glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> I so I love to garden. Yeah. I am awful at it, but I love it. Um so I have definitely had a lot of homesteading fails, but I uh, have had chickens and it's been a full year with chickens and I'm starting to get eggs, so that has been exciting. That's amazing. Well, you know what they say you have to like try to do something. Mm-hmm. So fail forward. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm terrible at gardening. Like, I want to be good at it, but, I mean, I've had these plants on my windowsill in my kitchen, and keeping those alive for over a year has been, like, probably one of the best things I've ever done. Um, So, I am a newbie, but I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so chickens are my, I would say, biggest success because I've kept my chickens alive. Um, we did accidentally end up with a rooster. I wanted silky chickens and it's silky chickens are like a type of chickens that are like fluffy. They're super cute. And so when I got the three chicks, um, the lady was like, I can't guarantee that they're all chickens. Do they look the same when they're babies? Yes. Okay. So, and I guess that's a stupid question. <laughs> well, and I don't like know. Like humans look the same. Because <laughs> there are certain breeds of chickens that... Like, when you buy them, even at Tractor Supply, they're, like, um, you can tell which ones are hens and some are, are, of them are unsexed. So, I guess certain types of chickens, it's harder to tell if they're boys or girls. Okay. So, we accidentally ended up with a rooster, which you cannot have a rooster in the city. So In we, the city of Dallas. In the city of Dallas, yes. And so, we had to um, take the rooster to the country. And um, I took it. A friend so that it wouldn't be lonely, but those two chickens ended up being eaten by coyotes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I had an enclosure. It's a circle of life. Yes. I had an enclosure um, bought from Amazon and it did not withhold the coyote attack. So they, they're really smart. Yeah. That was in the country or that was in Dallas? In the country. Okay. Because we do have a lot of coyotes here too. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we need to talk about. Yeah. About how do you keep your chickens safe from the coyotes? Yes. I've had friends that, one of my friends told me that her chickens, one morning she went out and there was just a bunch of feathers everywhere. Oh, that's so sad. So we have been very lucky at my house. Um, my chickens, we have a coop, um, but they basically just free range on the side of my house. And we do have a nine foot so you fence. So you have the expensive eggs, the free range eggs. <laughs> yes. And the feed <laughs> the is The bougie or- eggs. The feed is organic. The scraps. You know, every once in a while they'll get treats, and I don't know if they're 100% organic. Um, but, yes, they're the free-range, humane eggs. Good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My chickens are happy. What are your chickens' names? I have not named my chickens. What? How did you not name? We're going to name your chickens today. <laughs> I just think that I won't remember them. I have seven chickens. Oh, I thought you had two. No, I, <laughs> I have 
seven. Did they like? I had nine, and then the two were eaten by coyotes okay. in the country, and so now I have seven. So you you went out and you were like, I'm going all in on the chickens. And I'm buying nine chickens. Like, you weren't like, let's start with one or two and see what happens. No, we started with three. Okay. So we started with three, and um, we got them at Rooster Hardware. So you can buy chicks there. And that was great. Um, And then we um, got four from Tractor Supply. And we got four because that's the minimum that you can buy at Tractor Supply. Okay. And the goal was to take them to Soldier's Village um, so that the guys there can have eggs um, after the incident with the coyote. That mm-hmm. will not happen anytime And Soldier soon. Village, for those who don't know, is your nonprofit. Yes. So, nonprofit. It's outside of Bonham um, on 10 acres, and it's a transitional living facility for homeless veterans. It's amazing. She's Thank doing you. great work, people. Thank you. Um, so one of the chicks got under the fence and was killed by my neighbor's dog. Oh. Um, so then we ended up with the three. So um, at that point, we had six. And then I wanted the silky chickens, so I got three silky chickens. So what is a silky chicken? It's a puppy chicken. So it's it's just cute. Very cute. Okay. I, I don't think I'm getting eggs from the silky chickens yet. Okay. Can I name one of your chickens today? Yes. Just one? Yes. And she will be my chicken. Okay. One my of them I've called Betty. Um, okay, that's a cute name. But I, I, I'm just worried that I'm going to forget. I think Gladys would be a great name for a oh, chicken. Oh, that is a good name. Yeah. Okay, you can pick out which one's going to be Gladys. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> so tell us how, like, when do they start producing? So you got them all as chicks Uh as babies Uh um little pollitos as my (laughs) little girls like to say um so you when do they start producing eggs they say between four and six months okay but so they become a woman real fast yes and but a lot of it depends on the weather they lay more in warmer months than cold months um so I don't know exactly when we started getting eggs but it was probably six plus months so there's not like a um, specific, like they produce an egg each month, like a human, it's more just like when they feel like it. So a lot of it depends on the weather and their feed that it's like so many different variables, but usually we get, I would say three eggs a day. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, with inflation and the price of eggs these days, it can save you a lot of money, yes. too. Well, and that was part of it. When the price of eggs went up, I'm like, we're getting chickens. Yeah. My youngest and wants... And your kids eat so many eggs yes. a day. And my youngest wants to be a farmer. Like, okay. Jonathan wants to be a farmer. Oh, so that's a fun activity. Um, yes. He loves the chickens. Oh. So, tell us about feeding the chickens. Like, how many times a day do they... Like, I have no idea how much a chicken has to eat. Well, they're constantly eating. Okay. Constantly. Um, one of my favorite things to do is just like in my kitchen, look out the bay window at the chickens and all they do is eat, eat, sleep and poop. That's all they do. They're just there to survive <laughs> yes. and provide eggs. Um, but I have a feeder and I fill it up every couple days. Um, and same thing with the water just every couple days. I just make sure it's clean and, um, the feeders help protect everything. So, okay. So it's pretty low maintenance. It sounds like. Yes. Um, the biggest thing is making sure, like, the bedding in the coop is clean. Um, so at least once a week I change out all the bedding. And I 
since we have seven chickens, our coop is on the smaller side. I think we really need either a bigger coop or a second coop. Um, but going through and just making sure it's all clean. Okay. One thing that was really surprising to me when we got chickens is chickens may not be able to fly, but they can definitely get over fences. Really? So, yeah. my <laughs> There was one day that um, my husband was like, there is a chicken in our front yard. We have a nine-foot fence. Nine foot? And it, the chicken probably got on the coop and then got to the fence. But for sure, they could get over a four or five-foot separation fence. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's if you have free range. I guess if you find a coop with like a roof or something. Yeah, if you had but... one that had a run that was completely enclosed, you wouldn't have to worry about that, which there are coops that have attached runs. Um or we have thought about putting a cover over the top of our side yard. Um we need to do that for rain just to keep it a little bit drier. But um, two of our chickens like to sleep in the tree above, so... That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. They, like, all cuddle. They each have their cuddle buddy, and um, I think there's one loner, but everybody else pairs up. And um, and so I'm like, well, they are they pretty much stay in the yard. Like, I've had to chase them once okay. from the front, so I think we're okay. <laughs> I can just imagine Melissa, like, running down the street trying to get her chicken. Yeah, well, I did it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens often. Well, when I was cleaning the coop, I just left the door open. And usually they're so busy just eating that they don't, like, try to go. But a couple of them wanted to explore the front yard. Chickens are pretty low maintenance. Gardening is definitely probably the easiest thing to start with. Although I have been gardening for years and never once have I eaten anything that I've grown. Because... Not even, like, a tomato. No. Um, the only thing I've eaten that I've grown is basil. Okay. And some oregano. I do think that our climate in Dallas is definitely a little harder. It's very hard. And the biggest struggle for me is the squirrels. Like, oh, they I think about that. Yes. I grew tomatoes one year, and they not only took the tomatoes, they shredded the plant. And we have a peach tree that has grown huge. And last year I was so excited. We had so many buds and like little beginning of peaches. Every single one of them was eaten. So I either need to figure out, and I would love if anybody has tips on how to keep the critters. I don't know if I need like a plastic owl or if I need to like net the tree. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. Because that would be so cool. That's actually really impressive that you have a tree that was trying to fruit in North Texas. Because I've heard that it is hard to grow fruit on a tree here. Mm -hmm. Like, I always think it's so cool when you see, like, houses in California with, like, an avocado tree or, like, a lemon tree. I ordered a lemon tree one time for myself from FastGrowingTrees.com. Yes. And it it died. I I did (laughs) keep it alive for, like, six months. And I was really proud of myself. Did you bring it inside when it got cold? Um, no, I put it in way too big of a pot and the pot was way too heavy. So I needed, I needed to start smaller than like, how big is your peach tree? It's huge. And how big was it when you got it? So I got it from fastgrowingtrees.com and I, I don't know exactly how big it was. I think it was like six feet, but it was like the one. Oh, so yours was like 
pretty mature. Yes. Yeah. I wanted, I got the one that was supposed to fruit the following year. Okay. And, um, it grew, it's huge. Like you put in the ground or in a pot? In, in the ground. Okay. And it is huge. I got it. So I was showing a house in Frisco. Uh-huh. My clients bought this house and it had a peach tree. And when we were showing, the house was empty and like we went out and there were so many peaches and they were so excited about having this peach tree and like the kids picked peaches off of it. And I was like, I want a peach tree. Yeah. So that's when I got my peach tree. That's all. Okay. You're motivating me. I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm going to try again. Yeah. On I've heard maybe fig trees. Fig tree. Yeah. Lemon's probably not the right climate. Like I, I was more just like, this looks cute, but yeah, I don't know I if it lemon grow, tree. Does it grow lemons? Well, um, this year, well, I'll show you. I'm going to have a ton of lemons this year. So in just a little bit, we're going to go tour Melissa's chicken coop. <laughs> and maybe we can see your lemon tree. Okay. If it's available for viewing. Yeah. And your peach tree. Okay. One more, <laughs> like one more way that you could do homesteading in the city is we do have North Texas's perfect for pecan trees. Mm-hmm. So, or pecan, however you say it. I say pecan. How do you say it, Melissa? You pecan. say, yeah, pecan. Okay. I think people like in Atlanta say pecan or something. I don't know. I say pecan. Sounds right to me. So a friend of mine lives in a, like in a historic home in Munger Place. Mm-hmm. And she has this absolutely beautiful pecan tree that's like over a hundred years old. The family that built the house like planted the tree that and it was like so, so cool. special. I think it has a name. I don't remember. But she got married a couple years ago and had her wedding. They had their wedding in their backyard with, like, the dance floor around the pecan tree. And Um, it is so huge that it produces so many pecans. And instead of just, like, throwing them away with leaves, they actually – she actually, for her wedding, like, hand-peeled the pecans and, like, put them as, like, little favors. Um, But this past year, she found, like, someone who has a pecan – Peeler, I guess peeler is the word, or like mm-hmm. a, a pecan cracker, and it's like a machine. And she brought like, I think it was pounds and pounds of pecans. I'll have to find out from her um, to this person, and I think made like a bunch of pecan pies for Christmas for people. So that's another way that you could like live off of your land in the city. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.